Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Fantasy. Yeah. Take a special kind of man to wear an elf suit and by golly, I'm that man. All right. This is amazing. TSS Fantasy. It's like an orgasm. If I had a cigarette, I'd smoke it. I'm pumped to be here. This is the show of shows. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time. How the fuck you got me up this damn early, Jason? I'm way over sour cream, yeah. Right, that's because you have high cholesterol. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. This is going to be special. Yeah! Yes! (laughs) Somebody is fired up. It is draft time. Somebody's feeling mighty swole after a huge April night for his team. (sighs) Let's get things started. Let's welcome to the studio, Justin Herrera. Welcome to the studio. I forgot what, uh, I guess we'll just do the fantasy Jesus. I I forgot. I was going to do sexy Mexi and we changed it up. I forgot. But welcome (sighs) to the studio nonetheless, my brother. The fantasy Jesus is here? Where's he at? (laughs) <laughs> Shit, I haven't said my prayers today. Um, I'm doing good, man. It's good to be here. I, I almost had a heart attack because I thought the Jesse was going to break through my camera wow. over here. <laughs> like, he was attacking that thing. I was like, damn. Um, but, yeah, man, it's great. It's the draft time, and the 49ers are about to pick for the first time all day long. So I'm <laughs> Yeah, congratulations on that. Right, let's, I'm, I'm waiting, Fred. Fred, you got to go last. Let's also welcome to the studio, whose team also had a great night. Nick, you got Flandered Macaronis. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm here. And uh, one thing, uh, Major League Baseball actually did something right today. And and uh, I'll tell you why I think Kenny Pickett is the biggest gamble in the NFL draft. All right. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, and there will be no MLB talk on this show, that I assure you. Let's also now welcome to the studio, Freddie the Jester, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Reyes! Yes! Yes! I think I won the fucking Super Bowl yesterday and today. I'm like, what's going on? My wife said, she's a Jets fan, she's like, did they do good? Did they actually do something? Shush! Yes! Keep it going! Let's go! Draft time! Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to look back in the history books, but this could go down quite possibly as New York Jets' best draft ever. No doubt about it. All right, we got a lot to talk about. Let's get a few things uh, put away ahead of time. Don't forget to check out tssfantasy.com ladies and gentlemen i say it every time but i'm gonna say it again come check us out all of our latest and greatest on there including all of our great merchandise we'll have some new stuff eventually 
um, on there. Probably more when we hit the season two kickoff, which I'm assuming that's when we'll see the new stuff. Also, um, want to check out the new thing that we're offering on the website as well for dynasty owners, especially right now. But when your fantasy season comes along, for as little as $5 extra per owner, you could have us analyze your fantasy league. We'll have different packages set up, but that'll be the smallest packages. We could do a 30-minute show, talk about your league, give predictions, do all that. Easy money, fun stuff, only $5 extra. Come on, it'll be great stuff to show at your draft party, um, something mm-hmm. to share. So check that out. That'll be on tssfantasy.com as well. Also, the Fantasy Football Expo. We... The fantasy show, the people are going to be there. So make sure you come check us out. Canton, Ohio, August 12th through the 14th. We'll be there hanging out with all the great personalities from Belly Up as well. We'll be signing autographs, <laughs> if you will. Uh, but we're playing Fantasy Jeopardy. So if you like that, come check us out. Come sign up. Might get yourself a chance to play on there. We'll have some prizes for that as well. A lot of great stuff that'll be going on that weekend. So make sure you come check us out there. Um, also, um, we got our links to our social media on our website. I forgot to mention that. Come follow us, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We got it all also on there. YouTube, hit that subscribe button. I'm surprised to see actually organically we're getting people actually hitting the subscribe button. I couldn't believe I came back from vacation and we've, we've gained some followers. So thank you guys. Appreciate that. Um, also again, the link to Belly Up, all of the great podcasts on there from wrestling to racing. We got it all for you on there, so make sure you check everything out. And the final plug, Underdog Fantasy. I mean, I'm out of breath out of all this. Underdog Fantasy, don't forget to sign up. You could win some big money. It's easy to do. Sign up. Use the code word TSS. That will double your deposit up to $100. You know why we do that? Because we are the fantasy show of people. The people. That's right. So let's get it started with some news. Full disclosure, I was sitting up about a few days ago in the mountains of Tennessee, enjoying the relaxation of, you know, shout out to Franklin, North Carolina, all the fun little towns we visited. What a great time we had. I was relaxing, had a great time. I come back thinking, eh, you know, my team's not going, you know, going to be in the first round. Draft's going to be boring. And bam, last night hit, and man, that was so. That was a lot of excitement last night. Uh, so it was fun to watch, truly fun to watch it. And let's bring up one of our own team first, the Philadelphia Eagles, pulling off a huge trade with the Tennessee Titans. I mean, you know, again, uh, AJ Brown. We he's been. We talked about him a few times. He is not some. Julio Jones. He is not some aging old receiver. He's young. He's, you know, he's got a lot of talent, obviously. So essentially what the Philadelphia Eagles did last night was trade up to select A.J. Brown in the first round. So to me, that was the win of the night, quite frankly. Um, I thought it was a great move for them. Tennessee, you know, we, they picked up Traylon Burks with that pick. Um, we, we'll talk about them in a second. But, guys, let's kick it around first. I'm going to go to Justin first. I'll get to you last, last Nick, because I know you got some input on this. But what are your thoughts um, just all around on both teams? 
fantasy impacts as well. Um, yeah, the Eagles fleeced them. Holy shoot. You got A.J. Brown over here who I think has just cracked 25. He's in the fourth year of his – you know, it was the fourth year of his old deal. Now it's the first year of his brand-new deal, which was five years for $100 million. You know, at the end of the day, we're going to find out if Jalen Hurts is actually worth a damn because now he's got all the weapons to say, hey, either take it or fucking we're going to give it to Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud next year. So, overall, I think it was a – a great draft for the Eagles. I mean, they only had to trade, I believe, a first and a third to get A.J. Brown, which was even less than what, you know, Devontae Adams went for, and Devontae Adams is four years older. So good job to the Eagles. Cheers. Yeah, no. I, again, great move for them. And I, I like what they did with A.J. Brown because now you have someone who can complement Devonta Smith on the other side. You don't have the two type of the same receivers, two different types of action on, on either side of the field. Brings a lot to the table for Jalen. Um, so his fantasy value to me, who is already high up there due to his run, is going to be even higher going into the season. Fred, your thoughts? Totally agree with old Justin over here. It's make or break now for Jalen Hurts. Um, they did this for him. Um, he has to make it happen. Now, I'm not going to blame Tennessee neither. I mean, maybe they didn't want to cough up $100 million. So, I heard, you know, the draft pick they took is supposed to be just like – AJ Brown. Now you got him for four years. You don't have to pay him. You got money saved up. You got an extra third round back draft pick out of it. We all know that the offense is going to run through Derrick Henry even more. I kind of worry about it now because now they're really going to sack the box. But we're going to get that later in the season. But I don't think it was too bad for Tennessee. I mean, it was great for both teams. Maybe they just don't have the money. Yeah, so I'm going to disagree with you a little. Um, you know, well, they did make him an offer first. So they did uh, send him some offer, and I apologize I didn't have it written down, but there, there was an offer made. He did reject it because uh, he, you know, I'm, of course, we talked about this on a couple of other shows. Look at all these paydays that are happening. Devonta Adams with Tyreek Hill. All these big contracts are coming out. So A.J. Brown's seeing that like, hey, hey, it's time for me to get paid. Titans are, again, you talked about it. Their, their offense is predicated on the run, so they want to go with Derrick Henry. That's who they're going to want to, um, you know, invest in, so to speak. So, um, you know, but I will say, you know, I don't think it's a smart move for the Titans because now you've given away a proven commodity for an unproven one. To me, that doesn't make any sense. Nick, what do you say for your team, brother? All right, well, before I get into that, uh, from TitansWire.com, it says here, A.J. Brown said he did want to stay, but the offer was – he didn't get the year, but he says he revealed that the Titans offer was $16 million per year and up to $20 million annually with incentives. And he goes, uh, this wasn't my fault. Brown said of the exit from Nashville, I wanted to stay, but the deal they offered was a low offer. The deal they offered wasn't even $20 million a year. So, as always, uh, money talks. He said he would have stayed if, if they were offered him $22 million. So uh, apparently um, he was going after the paycheck, which is, you know, you can't, you can't blame him. Plus that um, I think he's got more, he's got an offense now as a quarterback. It's more tailored to, to his skill set as well. They were, they were working out. Um, it's been reported. They were working out the past couple of weeks. So, you know, there was some poaching going on, which, you know, is not supposed to happen, you know, uh, but hey, you know what? Uh, I think it's a fantastic deal for um, AJ Brown. Now, uh, there is there are some caveats. I mean, right now, I think his 
his fantasy value is in limbo because of Jalen Hurts. If Jalen can get him the ball, it's going to be like it's going to be uh, reminiscent of T.O. and and McNabb back in the day. But if he can't get him the ball, it's going to be stocked down on on A.J. Brown and definitely stocked down on on Devonta Smith. And then then the other guy, uh, I know that you didn't ask about him, but I'm going to bring him anyway, who's also don't forget is also in that wide receiver room now is Zach Pascal. Now you got Zach Pascal coming in, uh, going in the slot and Cooper's going off over here. So uh, I think it's a great move uh, all around uh, for the Eagles. I thought it was a fantastic deal. I got really excited and um, I can't wait to see the fantasy impact of all players involved. I need to start taking notes because like, so here, here was a couple of things that I noted mentally as you were speaking. You said a great deal for A.J. Brown, yet just the last show, I distinctly remember you saying, I'm going to stick with my Flanders-type persona and play the contract you were given. Play out the contract. Stay where you are. You signed a contract. You play with your team. Now, son, hey, it's a great deal for A.J. Brown. Hey, he's forced his way out of there. I love him. So I'm just going to note. That's that's one note right there. They they offered him a renegotiation, and he said no. So let's go on to Ryan Tannehill. I just wanted to ask what your guys' thoughts were on him. He was kind of the hot, sneaky, dark horse QB last year. Did not live up to the expectations, quite quite frankly. Now, take away one of his bigger weapons. No Julio Jones, neither. What do you guys think of Ryan Tannehill's prospects next year? Nick, talk to you. I will ask you first. Where do you see him at? I don't think it's going to change much because they do got Robert Woods. So, uh, you know, he's kind of the forgotten acquisition here. So they got... They got Robert Woods. They got that, and I, I'm forgive me, I cannot remember the guy's name. Um, Nikita Traylon Burks. The no, one no, 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 no. No, the receiver that that was there last year that that was coming coming up hot. His name is Nick something. Or other no, name. it's a it's a uh, Dre Fitzpatrick was a rookie last year, but I think you're talking about uh, Nick Aquino Westbrook. That's it. That's it. So 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 he's coming up, and like Freddie said earlier, they're gonna stack the box. So I think they gotta do play action but and then they and then they just picked up Burks so I don't think his production is going to drop off too much because you got again Robert Woods and you know these guys coming off ACL injuries it's not like it used to be where they were where they were at let's say let's say for numbers sake they were at 10 and now they're down to six I mean with the with the medical um uh Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Ingenuity, ingenuity, technology nowadays. Players are coming back, if not stronger. So I don't think it's going to be that much of a drop off because Robert Woods is no is no slouch. Before he was hurt in uh, L.A. Yeah, agreed, totally. All right, Fred, what do you think, Daniel? I kind of disagree. I think it's going to hurt him a lot. I think uh, fantasy value, if he was even close, anywhere between eight and ten, he drops to about 
15 to 17. <clears throat> you can't replace a big-time receiver like A.J. Brown, who's young, quick. I mean, he did everything for the team. He's, he's an overall overall great, great wide receiver. And I think with I think, I think it doesn't help. I, I know they're going to force-feed the ball to Derrick Henry. That's going to take away attempts. So I, I would stay away from Tannehill. It's not like he's going to get me yards running around the field or anything. So obviously, I think it hurts a lot. I think to be fair, if Derrick Henry is healthy all season, they'd be force feeding it to him anyway. Justin, your thoughts? Yeah, so uh, quick thoughts on that. Last year, Ryan Tannehill did finish QB 12, which is a QB 1. Um, also, A.J. Brown was not nearly as good as we made him out to be last year. And Ryan Tannehill, just to kind of um, go against your point there, uh, Freddie, he actually made a lot of – his plays on the ground with his feet. He was doing a lot of red zone carries in that offense with Derrick Henry gone because they couldn't find a supplement for him. So I don't think his value is terrible. I do agree that he doesn't have the great weapon anymore. Um, You know, but last year they were starting to get Derrick Henry more involved in the passing game. So maybe they just follow through with that. Uh, Also, like uh, Nick said, Robert Woods is still there. They're going to have Burks. Burks offers a little bit more in the dynamic as far as like end arounds and getting the ball to him in shorter fields than Brown did. Brown was kind of more of a deep ball guy. Um, He was more of the just explosive plays, and that's why he got limited targets. I mean, he only had 100 targets last year. For some teams, that's our second receiver right there, and this is supposed to be their first. So for me, I'm looking at Ryan Tannehill, and I'm saying if you really mediate this to – He's QB 12 through 15 off your board. You're perfectly fine. If you're starting to jump the gun on him, yeah, you're probably doing it wrong. Yeah, I think that that was kind of where the the thought was last year with him, was you could wait around and get him at a later value. Ended up being decent, you know, as a QB one, if depending on how long you waited, of course. Uh, But, you know, some people got a little excited because there was a lot of hype on him and maybe took him a little too early. But we'll see. Like you said, I do agree. I don't think he's going to the fall off will be a lot, Um, you know, and there's still a lot of time in the offseason. So plenty of other things can happen. Weapons could be added, Mm -hmm. things of that sort. So let's go to a lighter shade of brown, if you will. Let's talk about Hollywood Brown to the Cardinals. What do you guys think of that trade? Is that a big, big deal? Do you guys think for Kyler Murray? Do you think he'll, you know, be big fantasy impact? Quite frankly, I'm not a Hollywood Brown guy. I'm just tired of uh, it. Was he's kind of like J.K. Dobbins to me? A lot of hype, a lot of hype, a lot of hype, and a lot of nothing, a lot of nothing, a lot of nothing personally. But Hollywood Brown has had some big moments. Um, so I guess I shouldn't compare him to J.K. Dobbins. What do you think, Fred? What do you think it's a big impact for him and Kyler Murray and the Cardinals' offense? And uh, what do you think that does to the Ravens too? Absolutely. I think it helps uh, Hollywood Brown 100%. Hopkins is getting getting all the the top corners. He, he, he no longer has to be the number one receiver. He's number two now. How, uh, we already know that Kyler Murray had played with him in college. They already have a rapport with each other. It only can help Hollywood Brown because we thought the Ravens were bad with no receivers. Good almighty, they have nobody. I really, really feel for Lamar Jackson. I mean, he has no one to throw to but Mark Andrews. So I think high on the Cardinals, Kyler Murray and everybody, very bad for the Ravens. I think you hit the biggest point right there at the end. Mark Andrews <laughs> is going to be skyrocketing. Justin, your thoughts? 
Uh, yeah, so Marquise Brown, another guy that a lot of people really soured on, but had a damn good season. He had 146 targets, 94 catches, 1,000 yards, six touchdowns. Obviously, the touchdowns are the regression point where you go, oh, okay, he didn't really do that great. But look at the rest of the stats. And he's been hitting and more out of the slot this these past couple years, whereas before he was more of just a downfield threat. They started moving him around. That's where the 146 targets came from. You don't target the deep ball 146 times. You target guys that are running routes and running different routes. So I look at him as an upgraded Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk had a hell of a season last year. That's why he got paid. So I look at this as heck yeah. And just like Freddie said, they were college teammates. They already have a repertoire with each other. They're both young guys, too, and they're both going to be coming here. Marquise Brown's going to be looking to prove something to the Ravens, and Kyler Murray's going to be looking to prove something to the Cardinals to get that big contract. Yeah, I'm backing that 100%. And they're, they're actually one of my top stacks of this year is to go out and get Hopkins, Brown, and Kyler because you can get all those guys in separate rounds very easily, and I think that's going to be a great offense to own. Nick, where are your thoughts? Yes to all uh, comments that was said and uh, by Justin. And then don't forget about Zach Ertz. So Zach Ertz is going to have uh, a full season under his belt, not like the last uh, six or eight games. I forget what it was. But so so that offense is going to be more explosive. And uh, then you got James Conner in the backfield. It's going to be a good move for Hollywood Brown. Yeah, you know, you got. I talked about that Cardinals offense last year a lot. I was really high on them. Didn't I mean they still had a decent year, but not as good as I thought they'd be. Um, yeah, I think Hollywood Brown definitely adds a bit uh, more to Kyler Murray. He loves to throw that deep bomb down the field, um, and Hollywood Brown can can go get it. So uh, definitely a good match for them. Uh, let's go real quick around to you guys, um, winners and losers, real quick from round one. Nick, I'll start with you. Winner and give me a loser. Uh, winner, uh, I'm going to go with the Jets, obviously, but they're also a winner and a loser because when those contracts come due in five years, can, can, they, can they keep them all? So they, so, so they won the draft. Okay. They won the battle. Now let's see if they can cultivate and, uh, let's see if they can pay up in five years. Biggest loser is going to be these guys behind me. I did not. I did not like the Kenny Pickett pick. I think it was a too far of a reach for the hometown kid. Um, he just—he was elevated due to there was no quarterbacks and they had no plan. There was Big Ben and nobody. They tried Rudolph, sucked. They tried Dobbs, sucked. Uh, they tried Duck Devlin, sucked. So, uh, so now they're just throwing more mud up on the wall, seeing what sticks. Uh, I think it's a huge gamble. I really do because I know that um, Tomlin was especially high, fell in love with Malik Willis, but see Malik Willis was too much of a project for for a first-round pick for the uh, Steelers brass to uh, say, yeah, I'm going to pick that guy. So they went with the same pick. They They went with the hometown kid. Uh, they went. They went down the locker room. They, they went down the hallway to uh, recruit him, and um, I hope it pans out. But I think it's the biggest gamble of the draft. Calm down, Italy, 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 Italy. They did their best, Charlie, Italy, Italy, Italy. Gotta be nice, hostility, Italy, Italy, Italy. Ah, hell 
diddly ding dong crap. Can't you morons do anything right? He couldn't <laughs> wait to pull that out. He couldn't wait. Justin, give me a winner and loser of round one. <laughs> <laughs> well, outside of the Jets, I really love what the Lions are doing. Um, the knee biter patrol over there, they are really hammering down on building this team the right way. You go out and you get the best player because the Jaguars want a Jaguar. Um, and then you go out and you trade up and you get – uh, Jamison Williams, the best wide, re- the best pure wide receiver in this draft. Sure, do you have to wait a little bit for his injury? Sure, but it's not like you're competing this year anyway. So fuck it, you know. Go ahead, go grab your guy for the future. Um, yeah, total winners in my opinion. Obviously, the Jets. Um, Freddie must have been having absolutely a blast yesterday. But um, as far as losers go, this one's gonna burn. San Francisco, you just saw the price of Debo Samuel go down, and he still doesn't want to play for you. So you are the loser of the draft. When the Jets said, we'll give you a 10 and we'll exchange second-round picks with you, you should have freaking done it. You should have freaking done it. Easy, breezy, beautiful cover, girl. I feel you. Jester, what do you think? Oh, my God. I am so happy, bro. (laughs) I got four automatic starters and the first 38 picks. I am livid. Now, I don't want to dwell too much on the Jets because that's all I've been doing gushing lately about the Jets all the last 24 hours. I'm going to go with the loser. I don't understand why the Jaguars picked Trayvon Walker. They have a great defensive end on one side already. Young, what's his name again? Uh, Josh Allen. Just like Josh Allen. Right. And you had a chance to go grab Aiden Hutchinson and pressure that quarterback every single time. You're not in a great division. That pressure would have been amazing. And you went for a run stuffer, which I just don't understand. Everybody knew Aiden Hutchinson was going to come in, and, and hopefully it happens. He get eight between 8 to 12 sacks this season. And, and you went the opposite right. I, I don't know what you saw. I did like Trayvon Walker, but not number one, maybe top seven. I, I, I just don't understand what the Jaguars did. I, I, I just don't. Well, I can give you some clarity to that, um, and I can give you two names in their division. They got to see four times, and that's Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry. That might by, might have been the thought process. Get the run guy because the quarterbacks in that division, not so good. All right, my biggest loser, Green Bay Packers. Listen, I am a fantasy guy. Like, I love football. I'm a fan. I like points. I like see fun stuff. I don't want to go into the season with Aaron Rodgers having Sammy Watkins as his main dude. This oh, It just doesn't make any sense. Um, the note, not getting involved in any of these trades, AJ Brown, all that Debo Samuel, you just brought him up. Um, you know, there was plenty of these young guys could have went up and traded up, got Drake London, got something at all. They got nothing. Biggest losers by far to me. I already mentioned the Eagles, I think really won the day by essentially drafting a proven number one main receiver. Um, and it, because again, all these guys were talking about, we don't know if they're going to be anything. They could, none of these guys could be anything. AJ Brown has proven he can do it. Just like in fantasy, when I tell you, you go to your number one pick, you go with consistency. Same thing in the NFL. You go with a consistent player that knows how to get it done. 
A.J. Brown's that dude. All right, let's go take a quick break. We come back. We got some champs or chumps from tomorrow night. We're going to have a, well, we're going to have Justin face off against Nick right after this. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game yet. Still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So, we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. See you put them up, reach the skies, let the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. Let's get ready to rumble! Thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but and only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen, I'm gonna give this one to Mike. So Caleb, for just right now. Hey man, just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. Jason, that's not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. It's champs. It's champs or chumps time. We have Nick versus the chair. Fantasy <laughs> Jesus has arisen, ladies and gentlemen. Your savior is here. Welcome to the studio, Fantasy Jesus. It is great to be back on the Thank show you. of the people, TSS Fantasy. How is everybody on this blessed Friday? 
the second day of the draft. Oh, yes, yes, the Jets, the Jets. Such the a round of applause for the Jets and for the Steelers that I see in the background, a big fat. <laughs> Many blessings rained upon the New York Jets. Whereas the Knicks said, that's not right. <laughs> All right. Let's Every go. dog has their day. Let's see what you make of it. <laughs> yeah, right, indeed. All right. It's Chancellor Chumps time. We're going to have Fred be our judge tonight. We're going to go draft style. I'm just going to bring up the young rookies that were drafting. You guys give me the case for champ or chump. I can't wait to hear this. We're going to go with the receivers. That was the main deal here in this draft. Let's start with Drake London. Justin, you're the champ argument. Nick, you're the chump. And Justin, we'll start with you. Drake London, the amazing basketball player who is now a receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. My, my. Mariota will be throwing the ball to him. And when you think to yourself, can it get much worse? Remember, Kendon Slovis threw threw him the ball at USC, and he still caught 10 touchdowns. This is going to be a match made in heaven when the Falcons are losing every single game and they need that garbage time to get them over. That is when Drake London will score 20 points for you. Mm, boy, big, big argument there. Nick, how about you? Chump. Uh, my biggest argument for Drake London <laughs> being a chump, uh, Fantasy Jesus already said it. Marcus Mariota is a starting quarterback, okay? Uh, he hasn't played since, oh, I don't know, uh, anything relevant in about two years since uh, Hawaii. Uh, so, and then they're going to give the ball to Pittman, not Pittman, uh, Patterson the whole the whole time. So, and then and then he got Pitts. So Pitts had a long learning curve. Drake London's going to have probably a long learning curve. So and it just comes back to the Falcons' lack of offensive line and Marcus Mariota. Kyle wow. Pitts was a top ten tight end. I, I know you're Jesus, but your time is done, sir. Uh, Fred, who do you think won the first argument? I I, I kind of agree with Mr. Flanders because that's the way I was thinking. So I do have to go. I hate Mariota, bro. I I, I mean they got They could be anybody better than Mariota. Uh, I'm definitely going with uh, Mr. Flanders on this one. All right, Nick takes round one. Let's go round two. Somebody you're a little familiar with, Fred Garrett Wilson. This might might set up not well for Fancy Jesus to start out because Nick, you're gonna give me the champ case for him. And Jesus, you'll give me the chump. So, Nick, you go first. Garrett Wilson going to the Jets. Uh, he's going to be a champ because um, they got they got Elijah Mitchell on the outside, and they're gonna they're gonna line up uh, Wilson on the inside. And I can't because Zach Wilson sucks. I'm sorry. I'll defer. <laughs> Calm down, Italy, diddly, 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 diddly. They did their best, shoddily, Italy, Italy, diddly. Gotta be nice, hostility, diddly, diddly, diddly. Oh, hell, diddly, ding, dong, crap. Can't you morons do anything right? You're gonna overuse that. No, no, I don't think I am at all. All right, Fancy <laughs> Jesus, you are next, sir. What do you think? I don't think you need to say much, to be honest. <laughs> Just bask in my glory as I say there will be. Too many mouths to feed. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah Moore. Let's just start with that. 
Elijah Moore, not Elijah Mitchell. Not Mitchell. <laughs> Elijah. <laughs> Elijah, Elijah. All right, Fred, it's your team. What do you think? I, you know, even though I'm going to have to – God, this is so sad because Nick messed it all up. But I'm going to have to go with fantasy Jesus because Nick, Nick can't come up with a valid argument. And Zach Wilson is not going to suck. He was a rookie. He'll be better. But on that point, fantasy Jesus – Sir, you get the oh. <laughs> all right. It's all does does fantasy Jesus get an extra point if he can create a champ argument? <laughs> <laughs> Beggy for extra points from from the judges gets you nowhere, Jesus. All right, let's go on to the uh, Chris Alave selection. Uh, this is something I actually liked a lot uh, moving up to get him. Justin actually is going to, or excuse me, my my thinking, Sir Jesus, sir, we're going to make our champ argument. Nick is our chump. Jesus, you go ahead, sir. The Saints want to throw the ball downfield, and Chris Olave is one of the best downfield receivers. Think Jameis Winston three years ago, 33 TDs. Think Chris Olave in his rookie season, 11 touchdowns. Mm, I mean, compelling argument there. What do you think, Nick? Think three years ago. Davis Winston, 30 interceptions. Okay. <laughs> think they have, they, have, uh, they have a rookie head coach who really, I don't, it's unproven. Okay. So, uh, and then they got the other, the, the other mouth on the other side, uh, Michael Thomas. It's a rookie coming in, learning curve. Yeah. Um, uh, before you get to your judgment there, Fred, um, good. I think that's kind of a good point by Fancy Jesus just bringing up Jameis Winston's name. Yes, of course, Nick, good point for you also for the interception. <laughs> but in fantasy, you know, those are just little ticks off sometimes. Um, and I'll take full volume if, you know, if I got, especially if he's my second QB. You got Michael Thomas coming back. Now Chris Olave, I, you know, hey, you got makings of something might be kind of decent with the, you know, who knows what this defense is going to look like too. So, Fred, what are your thoughts? Commissioner Cooper with the point. <laughs> that was the I'm, best argument. I'm not in. I'm not in. I'm not in this all right, argument. All right. All right. All um, right. If it was up to me, I'm going to have to agree with Nick. Uh, yeah, he just throws too many interceptions. Michael Thomas is going to come back greedy as hell because he acted like a greedy player lately. You still got – you still got uh, – what's his face in the backfield? Uh Kamara, who, who also takes uh, receptions away. So mm-hmm. uh, just on that point, I'm going to give this point to Nick. All right. No, uh, that fair. But let me let's, let's point out, you know, we got to remember, you got to learn on our show, too. Remember, MJ said on her sidebar, he might we might yeah, not be seeing yeah. Kamara for a little bit this season. So but you know. I, I think Michael Thomas is really going to bust balls and demand that ball. And I yeah, forgot hey. about to bring, bring up Taysom Hill. He's going to steal some receptions too. So it could possibility as well. You're right. Um, all right. So um, let's go on to round four right now. Nick is up two one on fantasy. Jesus. Don't say that. Right. All right. Jameis Williams, Nick, you are a champ with this one. Justin, you're the chump. Nick, 
Give me your case for the champ. For Jamison Williams, uh, I think he's going to a perfect team for him right now in in Detroit because he's got he's got a he's got a proven veteran on the outside with with DJ Chark. Then you got then you throw in Amonra St. Brown coming in, and then Dan Campbell. He's 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 goofy. Okay, he's goofy, but but he's. He's building this offense in the right way. So I think what they're going to do is they're going to put Jamison Wilson in the slot. I think he's going to be the red zone target. Uh, So I think he will probably average this year maybe uh, eight points a game, and he will be in your top 12 wide receivers. Top twelve with eight points a game. All right. Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm yeah, I, I know. You're trying to trying to throw something there in the end. We appreciate it. I got. I got you, Nick. I got you. All right, fantasy Jesus. And by the way, Nick, I meant to say, I bet you won't call Dan Campbell goofy to his face. Uh, fantasy Jesus. <laughs> let's see. He's a yes, chump. I will. <laughs> Jameson Williams, an extraordinary talent. But when you need a deep ball talent like that, you need somebody to deliver. Jared Goff does not deliver. 24th in deep ball percentage. He is not good when stretching the field. Think of it this way. If you have somebody for eight games, but you don't have somebody to give him the ball, what is the use? Hmm, boy, that's a compelling argument, Fred. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I hate Jared Goff. Man, he is just <laughs> terrible quarterback. Um, and, and and he's man's hurt, so I definitely going with the halo up above. Uh, he he made a compelling argument. This yeah, Goff is just no good. It's just not good. Hallelujah, Jesus has tied it up. We're going into round five. It's all tied. Let's go to Trey Lon Burks, who was really involved in that huge trade that we talked about earlier. Fantasy Jesus, tell me why Trey Lon Burks is going to be a champ. Trey Lon Burks is the 6'5 version of Debo Samuel, and Mike Vayrell will use him that way. He will run him into the ground, but along the way, he will have a magnificent season. A.J. Brown was purely a deep ball threat, and that is why he was limited last year. This year, Traylon Burks will be used in the screen game, the end-around game, the short slot game. He will be all over the field, and he will be getting his targets. Once again, I say, who else? Mm, who else indeed? Mr. Nick, tell us, who else? Well, I think uh, Mr. Jesus over there kind of made some of my arguments for me, when, especially when he said he's going to run him into the ground. So when he hits that rookie wall, uh, you're going to see his point production plummet. Then he's got to compete with Robert Woods for the ball. Then he's got he's also got to compete with uh, Nick Westbrook, uh, Hikini, and he's got to compete with Derrick Henry. It doesn't matter if – they're up by a lot. If they're if they're down by a little, they're giving the, the ball to Derrick Henry 
about 60% of the touches. So it's going to be a steep learning curve for Traylon Burks. Yes, for a huge physical specimen as he is, I wish him all the luck in the world. But this year, I do not think he is going to be a fantasy champ. Fred, I'm going to leave this up to you tonight. You tell me, who do you think won our champs or chumps? Hmm. This is a really close one. I like both their arguments. I really, really There's only do. one correct answer, Fred. Yeah, I know. And and and, and, and you know what? I, I have to agree with uh, my man Nick over here. <laughs> um, only because I, I just don't see Traylon Burke getting the ball that much. I, I Just like I said at the beginning of the show, we know it's going to be ground and pound. And if, if Robert Woods comes healthy and if everybody else comes back good, uh, it, I just don't see it. Uh, I, I'm saying maybe he averages 7.5 points this year. So, Nick, you get the victory. Wow. Nick pulls it out. Fred, better say your prayers tonight. Good job for Nick. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fly, Eagles, fly, score a touchdown. I'll be also saying my prayers after this. <laughs> Dumbass. Thank Oh. How dare you? What's <laughs> <laughs> for me, that is. Uh, hilarious. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We got round two, and now we're in a round three is going on. So we're going to talk about some of the stuff that's gone on. I've tried to write down stuff as it happened, uh, but I you know, I know something that happened, particularly in the first part of the second round. Fred wants to talk about. We're going to talk about all that when we get back. But we're going to take a quick commercial. But tonight, as a fun commercial break, I wanted to plug. You guys have been working hard on the NL, NLFA Today show. Um, it's been showing on Saturday mornings. Generally, it shows on Fridays. Um, it reflects back to the Northern Louisiana Football um, Alliance. Um, they have a nice spring football league that we've been um, announcing and you guys have been doing a show for. So I want to give a quick plug to that tonight. By doing so, I want to show everyone Fred's. SWAT of the week. And when we get back, we'll talk about the second, third round. It's what it is. The wood splitting, ass kicking, rattler stomping lumberjacks have done it again. I started to feel real, real sorry for these rattlers. 22 to 0. You should be ashamed of yourself. We have to do better. Please don't do this again. I'm done. I'm tired of it. I don't want to swap the Rattlers no more. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're team team ready. ready. 
Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hey, we want to catch that and some other great segments. Uh, that'll be on tomorrow morning. We got a great interview with uh, Coach, Hall, uh, Coach Witherspoon as well, so I want to check that out as well. I almost said it wrong, Coach, like we had set up. All right, let's go on. We're going to talk about the rest of the NFL draft. Um, you know, like I said, second and third rounds happening as we speak. I want to throw this out to you first because I meant to get it to it in the first round, or excuse me, the first segment. Um, I want to throw some now new receiver combos out there to you guys. I want you to tell me out of this list, and I'll, I'll read them off, and then I'll go around Robin, who you think's the best out of these. Nick spoiled this one earlier because I forgot about Robert Woods. I think you you said it perfectly earlier when you said the forgotten pickup because I, I forgot Titans had Robert Woods. So there's one combo, Traylon Burks, Robert Woods. Saints, we just talked about it, Chris Alave, Michael Thomas right now. Eagles, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Commanders, Jahan Dotson, and Terry McLaurin, and on the Cardinals, D-Hop and Hollywood Brown. So some combos that have been added since last night's draft. Kick it around to you guys. Justin, I'll start with you first. Give me your uh, best out of those combos. Well, it's got to be the last one right off the bat, D-Hop and Hollywood Brown. Two established veterans. One guy who's kind of getting out of his prime, maybe like pushing that last couple years of his prime in D-Hop, and then you got Hollywood Brown who's just kicking up his prime. You know, that it's a perfect combo right there. You've got two guys that have been alphas, but obviously one is a very superior alpha, and that's D-Hop. While, you know, you got Hollywood Brown who has been more of a beta type alpha. You know what I'm talking about? Like he's a 1, but he's a 1B, not a 1A. And so I'm looking at that, and being a 49er fan, I'm terrified to play those motherfuckers. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice little combo indeed. Jeff, Fred, we'll go to you. What do you think? What do you think the best out of those combos are? Before I make a, a foolish mistake, I, it's Michael Thomas and Olave, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was thinking about what Justin said. Well, what the Mister Mister uh, God said earlier, Mister Jesus. Mister um, God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when Jameis Winston is on with the long ball, he's amazing. When he's not throwing interceptions, and I think Michael Thomas is going to come back with something to prove. I mean, a lot of people have been talking really bad about him last year, and Olave was supposed to go to the Green Bay Packers. That's where everybody, most of us, thought they were going to go. That Green Bay was definitely going to pick up a receiver. We all thought it was Olave, and I, I think I think with uh, with Michael Thomas commanding the ball, I think Olave is going to do pretty good. And I think all James guys to do is don't mess it up, and you're going to have some great chemistry out there. Thomas, do not be a ball hog. Please. Indeed. Oh man, I'm. I don't know. I have the draft on, and I don't know if this. This I don't know if this is a stunt or not. It must have been a stunt. So these guys were like falling on stage for the Colts. All right, um, Nick, what's your thoughts on those combos? Uh, well, I'm gonna agree with Justin as far as the the duo out there in the desert. 
you, how do you go against those two? But I'm going to, I'm going to go just for fun. Uh, I'm going to go with the Homer pick. I'm going to go with Philly. Um, because again, you got two proven, well, you got one proven receiver and one up and coming, but they've both been in the league. So, uh, you, it's kind of difficult for me as to go with the unknown. Okay, so you can get a, a nice crap pick, or you get something awesome. So with um, uh, Freeman and uh, with um, Brown, I'm sorry, I'm killing this. I'm killing this uh, this um, explanation. But with those two, it's been a long day. So with those two. Uh, you have you have a formidable receiving core versus everybody else because yeah. you got the one proven guy and then like I said before the one unknown. But for the overall best, you got to go with the Arizona Cardinals receiving core. Those two those two receivers out there, they they know what they're doing. They are they are pros of pros, and uh, Kyler Murray should be thankful. Thankful he's got some weapons out there in the desert. I think all these teams definitely have upgraded. I, I even like the commanders with Jahan Dotson and Terry Scary. I mean, I like that a lot. Uh, nice little combo with him with Carson Wentz. So uh, I think they've all really improved themselves, to be quite frank. Uh, Carson uh, and, Yeah, I know. Mr. Carson Wentz, he screwed us over. Anyway, oh, let's, no, get, sucks now. let's get on to round two and three. Let's talk about now. I think the biggest takeaway, um, and even still it's happening now, um, was Malik Willis. Like, that was, like, the big takeaway from round one. He wasn't selected. Where is he going to go? Who's going to take him? Because everyone, you talked about how he's been coveted. Well, we're in – I just more scram- went through this again. We're into now round three, and it looks like the Atlanta Falcons with the 74th pick are taking Desmond Ritter. And so Malik Willis is still – not drafted like as the you know some projecting number one quarterback um so that's big also no running backs in the first round I thought that was unusual but we've seen now a run on running backs with Brees Hall going uh to the Jets um so uh, uh Fred we'll go to you first real quick on Brees Hall um what are your thoughts on that pickup for you guys the starter Brees Hall, okay. The 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 that's gonna be what the Jets needed. I mean, I, I love my uh my uh running back uh Michael Carter, love him to death. But he's small. He's quick, scat back, and you know get, get hit him in the flat. We need somebody to, to to we need that 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 complete back, run the ball, smash through the line. I I love what the Jets are doing. Zach Wilson has, and I'm a Jets fan. No excuses, zero. None. You don't get four seasons, five seasons. This season, you gotta be make a, a drastic improvement. Drastic. Now, you know, you guys, you know, again, need playmakers. Um, Brees Hall is a good playmaker. I just feel like, you know, you guys just drafted a running back. You guys have holes in other places. I think I've got to win somewhere else, personally. Uh, but let's go on to the Seahawks, and I'll go to our Niner Insider on Kenneth Walker being selected um, there for them. What do you what do you think of that fit? Well, I think that that means that they don't think that Chris Carson's ever coming back. 
Um, I think that they're getting information right now from doctors that are saying this guy shouldn't play football. And they're trying to move on from that. And Seattle's always been a system that's run two running backs. They love to do that. They're one of the running heavy teams in the league. And they're going to need to because they don't have a quarterback that's capable of you know, getting through a 17-game season. Uh, I wouldn't imagine they were going to see half and half, maybe a little bit of Geno, a little bit of Drew, based on how they do in practice that week. But um, for Kenneth Walker, I look at this and I go, "It kind of, I, I'm I'm teetering because I'm like, does this degrade Kenneth Walker's value or is it degrade Rashad Penny's value? Because Rashad Penny was a hot take. A lot of people were getting hot on him and they were thinking, oh, shit, you know, Chris Carson's going to be gone. It's going to be all Penny's backfield. Now we know it's not because now you got a second-round pick, fresh legs, probably one of the best, if not the best running back coming out. And, you know, getting in there. So now I'm looking at this. I'm like, is Rashad Penny even a steal anymore at that seventh, eighth round? And is Kenneth Walker worth that top five pick anymore? Yeah, it's going to be welcome to uh, fantasy irrelevance going to Seattle and the constant uh, mix-up of running backs Pete Carroll likes to throw at us. We had, uh, you know, when our doctor was on, we've talked about it extensively. Our, the doc that comes on and I, you know, all of us, we're all wrestling fans. We've seen this, you know, happen to wrestlers with Edge and uh, Daniel Bryan. Any type of cervical injury, um, you know, that happens, it's it's too risky. Bottom line, you know, you don't want to be a vegetable the rest of your life over football, over a game. Um, so at the end of the day, um, you know, hope Chris Carson heals back, but I just don't think it'd be healthy for him to do that. Let's talk about, Nick, I'm going to go to you, even though we're going to go in the AFC East here, uh, because I just noticed this pickup, and we've talked about him on the show because I like him. Dalvin Cook's brother going to the Buffalo Bills, who need some running back help. James Cook to the Bills. What do you think uh, impact he's going to be? I think I think he'll be he'll, – I, th- I think he'll be their, their number two – Running back, I still think it's Devil Devin Singletary's show. Uh, he was he was given the ball uh, hot hand last uh, last season. I'm sorry, I'm lo- I'm looking at the drafts. I was, thought I would see Malik Willis go to the Texans, but um, that's that didn't happen. Um, I really don't know too much about uh, Cook, but again, if he he goes to Buffalo, I think it's going to be a crowded backfield. And unless, uh, God forbid, Singletary gets hurt, uh, I still think it's Sing- Singletary's show. And they're going to work in Cook. They're going to see what he's got. I mean, they, di- they didn't draft him to sit on the bench and look pretty. So so they're going to put him in there. He's probably going to end up being their their, their third down back, um, specialty situations, and then maybe chip away at the starting um, roster spot. Justin, you were going to chime in. Yeah, I was just going to say I'm surprised they didn't go with more of a power back like Isaiah Spiller because at the end of the day, I thought the whole thing was to keep Josh Allen from hurting himself. Um, To me, this says Josh Allen's still your QB1 because you're going to have nobody at the goal line to handle these duties. Um, James Cook, he offers a great receiving running back, and I think that you know this offense is based off of getting the ball to its receivers, so – I think he's going to be a wicked, like, multifaceted back. But from what I've seen on tape is he's not necessarily the guy you want to stick on the goal line and charge in with. So, And neither is Devin Singletary. I I could say that they're almost cut from the same mold, except for I think Cook's got a lot more talent on the receiving end. So when I look at this, I go, 
obviously they still have an agenda, and obviously the agenda is to keep the ball in Josh Allen's hands as much as possible, especially yeah. on the I mean, I don't think that's a bad game plan, quite honestly, without <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. Um, but I, I see your point. I mean, we don't want to get the guy injured either. I mean, it's all great now. He's a young guy. Uh, but as the years as the years start to progress and those car accidents, you know, constantly pounding on you, um, definitely become an issue. Um, so I feel what you're saying there. I like the move. I like James Cook. Um, but I think what you're saying is spot on because I think him and Devin Singletary are almost the same thing. Um, you know, they you needed a big power guy. Someone in there is going to pound the rock in there. I just don't think Devin Singletary is that guy neither. He's also had some injury history as well. So um, I think, again, biggest takeaway before we get uh, before we uh, go on here, though, before we head out, Desmond Ritter to the Atlanta Falcons. They pass up Malik Willis. I mean, and Seattle, what are we doing here? I'm wondering what their plan is. It has to be something maybe get to Baker, maybe, Baker. you know. Or Jimmy G, somebody, something's got to happen uh, at some point. So, um, you know, I'm just really surprised about the Malik Willis thing. Although I will say when we first started talking about the draft and I started to look up, you know, the players, uh, comps, um, the comp for Malik Willis was Tyrod Taylor. So, yeah, yeah I kind of feel you if he's dropping that far after going Tyrod Taylor. All right, we're going to get out of here. Justin my fantasy Jesus brother, where can we find you when you're not on TSS? Well, uh, when I'm not on TSS, you can find me writing articles for belly up fantasy. Um, you can also find me at the, uh, Twitter name that I have next to my name, Semtex Mex 93. I've got all my work on there. I also host the dynasty Bruce podcast. Come on tomorrow at 9. AM. We're going to be breaking down the first round. On that one, it's going to be our reactions to the picks. We actually got the A.J. Brown trade right when we got on, so that was pretty funny to like watch us react. Like, whoa! <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, we do it uh, every Thursday for uh, Twitter, and we do it, obviously, for Belly Up Live every Saturdays at 9 a.m. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's what I got. Awesome. Nick, where can everybody follow you at? Okay, they can follow me at... Twitter on on Twitter, excuse me, at Penn Flanders. And you can also find me on the Belly Up Baseball Live Fantasy Show every Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Well, I'm not going to say every every Sunday night, but I'm on again this Sunday night. Nice. Fred, how about you? Where can we find you? I know you're the host of the NLFA today. Where can we find you at? Oh, you can find me there too. Yep, that's just one thing you can follow me at TSS Jester uh, on Twitter. Uh, please come and follow us. Um, if when I'm not on the show or that show or on Twitter, I'm playing NBA 2K Live 22 Magic Nation Pro Am team. Follow me at Moon Five Six One Two Thousand and let's go play some 2K. Nice. Get ready to get dunked on and some nuts in your face, Fred. I'm getting my controller warmed up. All right, guys, we appreciate you. Believe it or not, we got one more show. We're going to take a break in May and be back for season two in June. Can't wait for that. We love you guys and appreciate you. Hope you enjoyed it. We are out. We're on a mission, a mission. We're on a mission, a mission. Hi, I'm 
I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.